The Town Whispers is a narrative horror podcast that will tell the many stories hidden behind the rain and the fog in the trees of the Pacific Northwest. Now with two boys nearly dead and mangled, a small girl lost in the woods, a man who prowls the shadows, and a farmer whose brother's skin is presented in the fields. I must warn you, listener discretion is advised. Simply and utterly alone and broken, sadness leading into madness, which then bled into rage before an earthquaking fist of futility and hopelessness struck Peggy hard in the chest, sending her back to that overwhelming sadness to start the cycle all over again. Her breath was hot and wet as it plumed into the cold spring night air, hanging in a cloud in front of her face before drifting away, dispersing into the night, dying as it chilled to nothing. There in the night, in the woods, the deep, dark forest, that nearly encircled all sides of the fort. Try as she may, Peggy could not hold back the tears. Her sorrow was spurred by a mind of its own, demanding the freedom to express her pain. It exploded out of her in the only involuntary manner it could. The tears streaked down her cheeks, leaving frigid lines of tragedy marring her immovable and brave visage as a breeze slipped through the spaces between foliage and the dark forest. She choked back the sobs defiantly as they pushed with heaving gusts at the inside of her lungs and ribs causing them to pop and strain in defiance. Glancing up at the moon. Peggy began to remember not so much the words of the man who had taught her how brave that white opulent celestial being was, but 
the sounds of the clips and movements of his tongue in between the vowels and consonants, as if she were suddenly able to divine the words between the words in a language that was revealed in the absence of sound. The moon, who didn't like to be watched despite all the pink and fleshy ants on earth doing so each evening. The moon with a face so pale and beautiful yet so eager to dip below the horizon each morning to avoid any human-born reverence. The moon, who used her unmovable face to convey her courage despite her shy nature and to reveal in the purest of lights the darkest edges of the world. The man who'd stepped out of the darkest corner of her room that evening when he'd taught her what it was to be brave and to face her fears by confronting it. That's what the sounds he'd made had conveyed, the message outward and obvious to her at the time. With tragedy now dashed across her soul and heart, like jagged slivers of glass impossible to remove, impossible to see, but there in excruciating abundance, she could understand the unspoken language of the absence of noise between words. Peggy could read the pronunciations sounded by the extended and awkward pauses between sentences, the long drawn out breaths to count the measure and meter of his silent sentiments. Be ready, Peggy. You will be all alone. You will need to have the knowledge to lie to yourself, to fool yourself, to hide the fear in your own body away from your own heart. Tom will die. They'll all die. And soon, you shall as well. But be brave, Peggy, and patiently wait your turn. That's what the absence of words and breaths and the smacking of his eager and dry, sickly lips had said. And it was only in the forest, alone and traumatized, that she could finally decipher his message to her when it was far too late. It was all so terribly bleak and hopeless. All of it. Life. Life in the LaPont family. Life in the fort. Oh, it was a comedy of tragedy and Peggy could now see with tendrils of agony driving her core deep into the burning sulfuric pits of madness. Just how terribly funny and contrived it all was. There was no cosmic reasoning for her suffering. She was not special. Not like the moon. Not like she'd been led to believe and in her childish manner had followed down the path of self-pity. Why her? Why Tom? Why her mother Mildred? Who and what and why and where and when and why and who and what and where and why? A never-ending, earth-shattering collision of simple questions with simple answers. 
Why her? Well, why not? Why Tom? Seems he was as good as any other boy in the fort. Why her mother? She was just another of a million mothers. What did she matter? Poor Peggy putting puddles on the ground. The salt stings the mud. The rain heals the mud. But Peggy's tears won't stop salting the earth. They still fall. And they won't stop falling. The liberation of her momentary madness. The unburdening of pity. The rise and bloom of nihilism within her was abruptly interrupted by a voice from the rain answering her as if she could read Peggy's own mind. Why out of all the mothers in the world, why your mother? Small little twig of a child, it's because she refused to listen to her mother. of all the boys in the fort? Why has tragedy and pain followed him in one long, unending trail of devastation? The answer to that lives like a little mouse nestled in the answer to why you? Why you, Peggy? Because you are special. And because you are special, it had to be you. And because it had to be you, well, it had to be Tom. And because of you and Tom and her inability to listen to the wiser words of older women born in the bosom of the woods, and knowledge the burrows hold in their winding, rooted labyrinth. He came to you, the tiller. He came to you in the shadows, like he does. And he told you to be like the moon, be brave and silent. To know your place in the night, in the dark, seen, but silent, beautiful, but dead. You were never the moon. You were never brave like the moon. You should not be silent like the moon. And you deserve to be heard, and heard loudly. One big rock, floating or falling perspective, watching from above or below. It matters, it does, it does, it does, it does. No, Peggy Lapont, you with your lie of a name, you are not the moon. Your name is a lie. Your meek demeanor is a lie. Your sad eyes are a lie. 
are many things, but that mistress of madness that hangs in the void of night, you are not. The moon does not burn like you. The moon does not rage like you. The moon is dead and frozen, stuck in place and in time. You burn with rage and frustration in a world that would use you as kindling to larger flames which cast their long shadows. You, little Peggy, are the flame. You demand the kindling. You crackle and burn and burst with embers into the sky. You command the shadows and tell them which way to go, which way to dance, which way to sway. They have told you time and time again, little mouse inside of a mouse, inside of a mouse, inside of a mouse. They have told you time and time again that you are a faint whisper that tickles the ear. If they say it is so, then it is so. But I say otherwise, and you will say otherwise as well. I will teach you. My daughter could not because she would not listen to my words and heed my lessons. But I am now free and gone from the stone and the walls, and the doors hung on creaking, rusting hinges. I'm free and out in the air, in the woods, in the forest. And I will take you to Sanctum, and we will learn of each other, and I shall teach you of what they are. The long shadows, the long shadows, the long shadows, yes, 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 the long shadows. They are the wisps you will command. And if they do not listen to you, you will burn their kindling skin and char their woolen, empty hearts. Let the love of your family and your theft of your joy and childhood be the bellows for your 
rage. Today's episode was written and performed by Cole Weavers. Sound production and editing by Matt Black. Our theme song is by the ever-wonderful Charlie P.S. The fort is built on secrets and shadows, on unspoken truths and the designs of the long shadows, whoever they may be. But it's also built on the support of its townsfolk. Would you like to support our tiny little monstrosity of a town by mending the roof of the church? Or keeping the doors of the sanatorium for the lost and unwanted open? Or perhaps you'd rather help build a mausoleum for the ones who will never die? In thanks for your support, and for only a few dollars a month, you'll receive episodes of The Town Whispers released early and forever ad-free, as well as exclusive short stories and one-shots to expand your knowledge of what lays dormant and watching under the earth. Would you like to see, with your own frail eyes that can only see what can be imagined by the goodness of a heart drenched in humanity by receiving digital rewards of the visual variety? All this and more will be revealed on our Patreon. Please consider joining us at www.patreon.com slash thetownwhispers. If you would like to support us in other ways, please consider following us on Facebook and Instagram and on Twitter at The Town Whispers, or by leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information on the show, please head on over to www.thetownwhispers.com. He's so